0: Hello everybody, this is John, Johnston from Corn Nation, reacting to the news of Wandale Robinson officially announcing that he's put his name in the transfer portal. I think that uh, we we heard rumors about this ahead of time and I don't think it was a huge surprise to anybody, but it's still a gut punch when it happens. You lose your best offensive player, probably your best player on the team, Uh, you know. After a year that was incredibly tough in a lot of ways beyond just sports, it, it really sucks. I you know that goes without saying. So, so Mr. Robinson said that uh, it was hard being away from his family, and there were rumors that he wanted to transfer to some place that was closer to home. And, of course, because we're Nebraska fans and every fucking thing that happens has to be a referendum about the program and Scott Frost and the general maledictions of life, then we have to read more into it than uh, Wandale himself said in his tweet, which was, you know, nicely done. It was one of those tweets that was, you know, enjoyed his time in Nebraska and wanted to thank his coaches and he'd miss his teammates and things like that. I think we'll miss watching Wandale in a Husker uniform. You know, it'd be nice to say that there'd be a guy to replace him next season, that maybe make that pain go away a little bit, but you kind of look out there on the horizon and you think, who the fuck is that? Because right now, uh, you know, it's funny, when Scott Frost was hired, we all looked at this and went, you know, Scott Frost made that comment about the Big Ten. Having to adjust to him with regards to his offense, well, there hasn't been a whole lot of adjusting being needed. Uh, We have, at this current situation, we have a quarterback who is like the worst in the FBS at throwing the ball more than 20 yards downfield. I'm a firm believer that Scott Frost's offense is fine, If uh, you know, you could, we had receivers running open all over the place in most in the games we played. Maybe not against Ohio State, but you could see them all over the place open. And nobody either threw the ball to them or threw it over their heads. If we had a quarterback that was capable of throwing the ball with consistency down the field to hit these receivers, we probably wouldn't miss Wandale as much as we are right now. You know, and you kind of look at Robinson and you kind of go. Okay, how did he get used last year? He got used kind of like a crutch. You know, they looked at him and they, we all said in the early games, well, how come he isn't getting more touches? And then they responded to that by putting him in as an eye back and running him up the middle. Uh, which, you know, it's uh, he isn't getting enough touches. Well, let's kill him then. Let's just run him right into the fucking 300-pound hog sitting in the middle of every Big Ten line, see so how he handles that. I guess, in a way, you kind of look at that situation and you go, OK, this guy could be a slot receiver. Wasn't there a duck R thing that we all talked about with Scott Frost's offense where, you know, he might fit right in that, where he's kind of the guy that swoops around, gets into space? But no, we're going to run him at IBAC because we have Diedrich Mills and other guys we apparently don't trust. That's the other situation I don't really understand. Uh, We have Diedrich Mills. We don't know if he'll be back again next year yet. At least right now I don't know. we have Ramir Johnson. We had a bunch of other guys that were labeled as running backs on the team that apparently didn't get to see the field because I, who knows why? They weren't ready? What the fuck? What, they had a pulse. What are you waiting for? I know I'm not a coach. I don't get to make that call. I'm not around those guys. You should trust in the process. I think somebody said that once. There could have been probably more guys there where Robinson was used more effectively as a receiver, but it's a little bit difficult to see him used as a receiver that was going to get him into the NFL if you don't have a quarterback that's going to hit him when he's open down the field. He was pretty productive when he was asked to be, and it's really sad to see him transfer. I guess if it's best for him and best for his family, You know, good luck either way. You don't want to wish anybody uh, ill will, unless you're a real bastard, which, you know, those guys exist. You have some bright spots, I suppose. Xavier Betts looked good when he was on the field. Uh, We just got a transfer, uh, the best uh, All-American FCS player out there that had a shit-ton of receiving yardage and a shit-ton of touchdowns, which sounds good if he can perform at the level we need in the Big Ten (laughs) and if somebody could throw him the ball. Um, What else we got? You have to bring up these additional questions because of the transfers. I mean, you saw that, like Marcus Fleming, I believe it was, was a young freshman wide receiver, if I remember correctly, from the state of Florida who put up a bunch of yards in the Northwestern game and then promptly disappeared. Uh, Nobody really knows from him, but he quit the team and, and ended up leaving before the year was even out, which is a situation you never want to see. The other problem you have is this. If you're going to be a championship team, it's pretty clear now that in college football that you have to be a person, or you have to be a coaching staff that can show that you're going to get players into the NFL, right? That's, that's why players are stacking on teams like Alabama and Clemson and Ohio State, you know, I guess Oklahoma to a certain extent, or Notre Dame, because those teams have shown that they can just put players in the NFL. And that's where the best players want to go. Now, we're a long ways away from that, but if you can't, show that to a five-star, four-star prospect, the best players that you can get, you're not going to get them. And I realize that we kind of need to build to where we're a bowl team first and then become maybe better than that and win the West and maybe win the Big Ten. You know, I am getting ahead of myself, but I'm a hopeful guy. I think somebody left a comment that I am the human condition where I am eternally hopeful and constantly disappointed. And you, sir, or madam, are. Uh, wow, talk about spot on. After reading that comment, I don't even need to go to counseling. I just walk into counseling and go, eh, this fucking guy on YouTube summed up everything. I don't need to pay you anymore, guy with a PhD, probably. Anyway, uh, where was I? Oh, yeah, getting players into the NFL you, you got to be able to recruit them, you got to be able to keep them, keep them. The other side of that coin is we've seen <laughs> the transfer portal become a complete nightmare for a lot of teams. I don't know how many players transferred out of Northwestern and they won the Big Ten West, so... This isn't just a Nebraska problem. I know there's that guy in your life that's gonna be kicking your ass for, and this is the best news of all, uh, that we get to talk about this for eight or nine months or 23 years, probably forever, uh, because you know there's those negative people in your life that are gonna keep bringing it up all the time, as if it didn't happen every, any place else. Uh, there have been a number of players transfer out of Nebraska Particularly in the last few years, but we have gone through coaching changes and we've gone through a shitty year with a pandemic where we recruit a lot of players away from their families and a lot of them just want to go home. So you kind of get this back and forth with that kind of shit. And the only way that it gets to be proven out is if Scott Frost can turn this football team into a winner. So. You know, one of the guys, when we saw the news, we communicate, we use Slack to communicate. One of the guys said, John, you better go find a tree. To which I replied, Yes, I should go find a tree and sit beside it, talk about the eagle ills of the world. And uh, one other guy said something about the fact that no matter what tree I found, there would probably been a dog that pissed on it a hundred times, and that just seems to fit. You know, I like to come out here sometime when I got good news for y'all. I suppose it'll happen. The basketball team almost won a game. They've stopped collapsing completely in the second half of games and now they just lose. I guess that's improvement. Volleyball's just around the corner. At least we have one good team where we don't suck ass. Baseball, wrestling, we beat Minnesota. You know, the Big Ten's pretty tough in that sport. I'm looking forward to wrestling, mostly because we can compete in it. <sighs> I don't know what else to say about football except for this. It seems that there 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 seem to be some, some problems with our program beyond just Wandale-Robertson transferring. I don't know if we're going to see coaching changes this season before, you know, this off-season, but I wouldn't be surprised if we do, especially on the offensive side of the ball. You have to find a staff that works together. It doesn't matter. It's just like the players on your football team. It doesn't matter how good they are if they can't go out there and do their jobs in a copacetic manner, all working together, all rowing the boat in the same direction. (laughs) Fuck me. Uh, Okay, I think that's enough for now. Uh, If you made it this far, you'll notice one thing different maybe. Uh, I'm not using my phone for this. I'm using my Fuji camera. So it's gonna be different. It's gonna be interesting to see how well this works. It turns out your phones don't like the cold very much and the batteries die like instantaneously. And I know my Fuji can handle the cold a lot better because I have batteries coming out of my ears. Uh, Okay, that's enough poop for now. This has been John Johnston, coordination. I hope you're doing well. I hope that your holidays are going well. One more thing before I quit, and I said this on the Five Heart Podcast. uh, To me, the year 2020 isn't over yet. Tonight is the national championship. Normally, I don't celebrate the new year until that game is over. Uh, because in the past when I was drinking, I would still be drinking and then I'd want to quit drinking as a New Year's resolution, which would last like three days. Anyway, but I usually never started the new year until after the college football title game. I think this year we just, uh, so that we can conserve the year 2021 and maybe we just extend it out until we get through this pandemic. Maybe the year 2021 will never exist until we're in the all clear by fall. I don't know. Um, if that, if you're a date-minded person that has to worry about those things, you anal retentive son of a bitch. Um, anyway, thanks for listening. Go big red.